what's going on? I got to tell you, I was watching this rather loud, obnoxious guy Wednesday night, and he told me, shitting all over Keegan Bradley, calling him the worst donkey chalk of all time as the one guy he definitely wasn't playing. And then he said that there's a, the one guy he was definitely playing is this young startup, Scotty Scheffler or something like that. Yeah, that was me. I'm spiking the football before the tournament's even over, which is a douchebag thing to do. But let's face it, Scotty is not getting any worse than fucking second in this tournament. He did better than all the other top guys. I will spike the football. I am a tout now. Look at me go. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate75. I am a PGA DFS content creator who is here to help you get better at PGA DFS because if you don't know this shit, be hard. I've been doing it a long time. I've played it pretty seriously, and I can probably help you get better in a lot of ways. But more than that, I'm going to be the guy that doesn't give you picks and teaches you how to play and also try not to just be the talking head that's boring as fuck. If that's something that interests you, I encourage you to hang around for, I don't know, about the next 20 minutes. Also, you see this right here? This is my schedule. Come check it out, you mother father. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m., Lord's Time Zone, which, by the way, I just reference that show with my Keegan and Scotty Scheffler picks because I give all kinds of picks. I don't. Uh, and then, of course, you're watching the showdown hoedown every Friday and Saturday night for round three and round four. And if you don't know, week long, a.k.a. kicking the nuts is tough. Showdown, there's an edge. Showdown, I thought I hit the nuts today. I had a really good showdown lineup, and the crazy thing is I had Hoagie in my week-longs, so it was a great day for old, old cheesesteak Hoagie today, but it, <laughs> it kind of cratered my, uh, my uh, uh, showdown lineups, which had a very legit shot of winning. Cut Sweats was telling me I had a real sweat. All right, let's get going without further ado. If you don't know, my podcast is back, but this time, season two, it's actually going to be on YouTube and on pod. So if you don't want to look at my fucking face the whole time, well, you can just listen to it on pod. If you do want to look at this lovely face, it's going to be there. Notice that it's called the Degenerate 75 Talks uh, Sports with Smart People because I want to have more variety of guests on people from the industry that I like. And as you can see, my very first guest will be Peter Overset. Had a fun little conversation with him. That will be dropping tomorrow, Sunday evening after the players is over. Maybe you watch it Sunday night because you're bored and you have a little a little hole in your heart because the players is over or maybe you do it Monday at work because you're not fucking working you just need something to listen to be looking out for that uh it is a nice little chat we had thanks again Pete for coming on if you want to know some prize picks, you want to know some guys who are really good at round four scoring uh, at, at, at DFS, you're going to have to wait around until the end, you sweaty bastard. And by the way, if you did not win at prize picks today, you need to fucking delete your account because you're a loser. I told you that they were going to roast this course today. I mean roast it. If you somehow managed to pick guys who couldn't find four birdies on that on that course, the players didn't kick you in the nuts. You kicked you in the nuts, okay? So uh, be hanging out looking for that. They don't have lines up yet, but we'll have a pretty good idea what it's going to be, okay? Cut sweats. Let's get over to the cut sweats. I have some nice six of sixes and the $100 single entry, the $200 single entry. We're pretty live. Last I looked, I was like 14th in the $200 single entry. A six of six has old cheesesteak hoagie in it, has the Scotty Scheffler kit in it, but of course it has Tigala, who is what the fuck that guy did today. I will never know. I will never know. What course was he playing? My God, Tigala. I love that guy. Maybe he'll go out tomorrow and do what cheesesteak hoagie did today, and I can backdoor me a little a little GPP. If I win a week-long GPP at the players, there's a glitch in the matrix. Something's going on. What's cool is even though I'm setting 14th place, what, is the, what the hell does that mean? Well, Nelson, the guy who runs cut sweats right here, will have all of the projected. Right now, Scheffler is hitting his approach on 18, so the round's not quite over. But as soon as it's over, he will put projections up for all of this, and I will know. I think I'll probably have somewhere like a 2 to 4% chance of winning that contest, which is a real sweat, right? That's like 1 in 25 chance of uh, winning, I think, 10,000 is first in that one. That's nice. So it lets you know. It will give you the simulations and let you know if your lineups are a real sweat or if like you're just cock-teasing yourself 
because other people have better lineups that have you boxed out. Or maybe you want to know if your five or six has a chance. This is what Cut Sweats does. You can get half off your first month by using my code right there, Degenerate75. I shield two products. Uh, uh, that, that are my website, and that is Cut Sweats and The Solver, okay? I use them both. I love them both. I swear by them. Um, you know, it, it's awesome, okay? I don't know why it's saying Will Zalatoris missed the cut. Pretty sure I saw his bitch ass out there. Not that he made a birdie today. Jesus, Willie. Okay, let's talk about the course today. I, I told you, man. It was just perfect conditions. No wind. Soft course. I don't care. I don't. Any course is easy. I mean, you know, outside of like when there's no wind and it's soft, it's just hard for pros to not tear up almost any course. Okay, it's just those these courses just don't have enough protection. And with I got like an inch of rain there in the 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 Florida Pontra Vedra Beach, whatever the wherever the fuck they're at. Okay, and it was super soft out there. You could tell this morning that they were going to get this course today. The, the at least the morning had a little bit of gust into some of the holes, but this afternoon they just died off, and these guys killed this course. Um, now, why do we need to know this? Well, first of all, it gives us a pretty good idea to exp- like lets us know what this what's going to happen to this course whenever there's not a lot of wins. So now we've seen what happens when there is wins, like there was on Thursday and Friday. And we know what happens when there aren't wins, like there was today, and so we can use that to gauge the importance of position points. Okay. Let's talk about contest selection because I got to give it up to my boys at DraftKings. You know what? I do enough bitching. Oh, Minwoo Lee just bogeyed the last hole. You hate to see it. Uh, okay, so uh, let's see here. They got the big 20, up to $400,000, right? $100,000 top prize. That's only 25% of first, all right? I don't normally like when they do $100,000 at showdown because it's usually a third, but they decided to put on their big kit pants and offered a $400,000 prize pool. This one, I don't like 25% to first, but it's not disgusting. If you play in it, I you know I still think you're kind of a joker. There's a lot better uh, spots you could get it in, but this isn't as bad as it normally is. Uh, the five 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 is what it kind of is, right? It's a third to first. Get the fuck, Polly. Tell him. Get the fuck out of here. All right, this one I got really excited when I first saw this. The five dollar sixty thousand dollar prize pool. They're bumping it up. This tournament is usually the nuts, but they decided, hey, let's give a third to first. How about you go fuck yourself? How about that instead? But this is what's got me real excited. The Formax 250. This is the new thing they've been putting out on the week. I know this is above a lot of the price, uh, the, the, the 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 price range for that a lot of you like to play at Showdown. But man, if you're playing a thousand bucks, this is the nuts. This is what you want to be playing in. I am so stoked that they have this out there. Great payout structure, uh, and and it just it's just a really good contest. Just a good contest. Of course, my baby, I'll be playing. And at the eighteen, uh, uh, the eighteen max ten dollar, you can't go wrong with that. Great payout structure. The $100 single entry, $200 single entry are good. I always love the club twirl. I wish they'd bump up the prize pool. Be careful chasing those satellites, as I've told you. Chasing satellites is a good way to burn through a whole bunch of money. For those of you that don't play higher stakes, I always love the 20 max $1, the $5 single entry, the $12 single entry, the 50 cent <coughs> MME, which stands for most, um, uh, uh, mass multi-entry even. Uh, the, the, you know the, Those kind of tournaments. And then they even have a $1 single entry on here if you, uh, you know, really don't play high stakes. They even have the quarter jukebox down here. Here. The three dollar three max. There's just they have. There's just so many good options tomorrow, right? If you're not playing showdown tomorrow because of contest, I don't know what the fuck you want because they have they have a gamut of good uh, choices tomorrow for any level of player that you are. So give it up to DraftKings. Give it up to DraftKings. Pretty good work. You could have made this one five hundred thousand. I would have gave you an A, but instead you get a B plus. You motherfathers. All right, let's get to the most important thing. Of course, that's weather. If you don't know, new guy. I'm rich as fuck. I can afford the $18 a year for a windy uh, com, And so I get to look at six different projections. And as you can see, tomorrow, it's going to be windy, right? All of them agree that tomorrow afternoon, it's going to get a little blustery. And I guarantee you, 
I guarantee you the groundskeepers are not happy that this course got fucking roasted today. So they're going to mow those greens. They're going to roll those greens. I, probably going to be out there with blow dryers trying to get it as crusty as possible. And uh, between the temperature and uh, 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 this wind, I think tomorrow we're going to get what we want. I think you're going to have a championship Sunday. I think an even par round from either of the winners is going to win this. I cannot see guys really chasing them down from five or six back, right? So with that in mind, I, I, I think that that really is going to impact how we attack round four showdown. I think placement points will have a little bit more of a value than they normally do, but once again, it is not going to be the end-all, be-all. I'm not going to be the dumb shit that plays a ton of lineups that starts with five guys in the top ten because I need position points. No, you don't. No, you don't. You need birdies, dipshit. Uh, the other thing I noticed is if you got – almost assuredly they'll be going off in twos tomorrow. Is it daylight savings time tonight? It's either tonight or next Saturday. What the fuck ever. But the point being is with those guys that are out there on the course the earliest, that will be when the course is the softest. And just like I told you today, one of those plus two guys was going to go break the slate today. Did I not say it yesterday? I did. Who is that guy? His name is Tom Cheesesteak hoagie. Cheesesteak hoagie. He's delicious, okay? I told you that was going to happen, and I promise you again, just like I called my shot today, it will happen again tomorrow. One of those guys who goes off in, I don't know, the first 10 groups or so, one of them is going to go shoot like a minus six with a birdie streak, bogey-free round, and they will be the nuts play. You will have to have them to win a GPP tomorrow. Am I telling you to go play all six guys in the morning? No, I'm not. No, I'm definitely not telling you that. But I am telling you, if you do not have some guys that go, at least one guy in your lineup that goes out early, one of those guys is going to go out there and break the slate. They're going to have the best conditions possible. It'll be the soft course, the greens will not be walked on, and the winds will not pick up until they're already off the course. All of those things mean that you have to rotate some of those guys that go off early into your player pool. If you don't, you're like, no, I'm just going to play six guys in the top ten. No, nobody goes off. Somebody will shoot a minus four, minus five, minus six tomorrow. I promise you. And it will probably be almost certainly somebody who goes off early. I'm not saying the scoring average will be better in the morning because there will also be a lot of guys like Tigala that say, hey, fuck it. Why don't I just bogey every hole? There will be those guys too. So the scoring average may be not great in the morning, but the best scores will come from the morning. I promise you. Just like I told you today that you wanted to be playing those guys at plus two, you get them at discounted ownership and they're just gonna fire at every flag because cheesesteak hoagie don't give a fuck okay he's ready to get to the crab stable so that's the weather for tomorrow all right hey all those lineups that lineup that was gonna win me a gpp today before uh before uh, Tom Hoagie decided he was going to birdie every hole. I made every single one of them right here on the solver. If you don't know, the solver is the best optimizer out there. I use it every single lineup. I've had two wins, 18 top 10s over the past six weeks. Every single one of those lineups was made on the solver. Here's what's incredible about it. Not only like, is it going to help you make the best versions of your player pool, it's not going to cost you over $100 a month, 25 bucks a month. Not to mention it comes with my ownership on it, and it comes with my projections for week-long aka kicking the nuts, round one, round two, round three, and round four showdown. If you want all those projections, just make sure to use my landing page. See the showdown hoedown symbol up there? Just use that whenever you sign up, and you will get access to all of that. I don't think projections are the end-all, be-all, but I do think a good optimizer makes way better versions of my player pool than I ever could as a simpleton human. There it is. Let's get to the, let's get to the course. What do you say, brother? Uh, all right. As I told you, the, uh, Scotty Scheffler just said it looks like he's got about 12 feet for birdie on 18. Um, I mean, the guy's just – he's incredible. He's incredible. I like I, I told myself I don't care about anything. I don't care about ownership. I don't care what wave he's in. I'm playing Scotty Scheffler this week. And you know what? K kudos to me for not being a bitch and backing out Wednesday night like I normally do. And uh, feeling pretty good about that. I, I will just go ahead. I'm going to be really brave. And I'm going to tell you, I don't see any way Scotty Scheffler doesn't finish at least second place. Okay? He is going to win this tournament or finish second place. I, 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 I just don't see any way around it. Okay? So, 
As always, we need to start the conversation with position points. If you don't know New Game, position points in round four showdown is something that gets a lot of people cut up because the winner gets 13 bonus points, which is really nice. But you have to remember, just because a guy starts it, let's say Scotty Scheffler pars this last hole and he starts with those 13 points. Oh, I got to play Scotty. He gets 13 points. No dipshit. He gets 13 points if he finishes there. If he drops the second place, well, now all of a sudden he only gets, what is it? I believe it's 10 points or nine points or something like that. It's a, it's a decent drop, right? So now he gets nine points. Well, I still got to take Scotty because he got second and he's going to get nine points. Well, Scotty falls to second. He probably shot like a one over. Is he really getting you a lot of points? Plus, the guy that moves up to 20th and gets you five birdies will have outscored him. So you can't fall in love with the idea of these position points. Think of them as a destination, not as a starting point, right? That is what we want to, uh, uh, it's what we want to reach to. So with that, you do, I think you do want to try to have the guy who's going to win. And I think that to me, there's really only what, maybe four guys that could win this tournament tomorrow. Uh, Scheffler, Minwoo Lee, Cam Davis, uh, I guess Sung Jay and maybe like a, a Tommy Fleetwood could still rally to win this, right? Uh, any of those other guys, I'm not taking serious to win this tournament. So th those are some guys that I think you want to consider. You probably want to have at least one of those guys in your player pool. Uh, unless you, don't, you think somebody else is going to win, well, then go put them in there. If you think Aaron Rye is going to play like a fucking assassin two days in a row, go right on ahead and play him. I have him my week long, so I wouldn't hold my breath. So with that in mind, Here's what you want to do. I think you want to take all these guys in the top 10. So that's going to be your T8 or better guys. And I think you want to have some of those guys in your player pool. I would probably have something like five of those guys. I don't think you want to have all these guys in your player pool. I think you really want to make your stands up top. Okay, rather you think that's Sungjae or Lingmurth or whoever it is, make your stands and stick with them. And those guys, you have a rule that you put at least two of those in a lineup and probably no more than three or four, whatever your level of comfort is. Because if you don't know, the average number, the most common number that pops up is guys that starting in the top 10 of winning gpps is three okay followed very closely by two that means two guys and they're the guys who win the gpps two of the people in their lineup start in the top 10 but the most frequent number is three so i think you want to have a rule to have at least two or three of these guys in your lineup the key is you got to pick the right ones that don't fucking implode tomorrow okay so i think you make your stands if you want to be a pussy and play all 10 of them and mix and match you go right on ahead okay but to me it's just easier to make your stand if you truly think scotty scheffler is going to boat race this thing well then just go play him in every lineup if you think tommy fleetwood is is finally going to rally and not be a loser chump from once in his life, well, then go play him, okay? Uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. That's my rule. I, I, I don't think you want to be playing five or six guys from the top ten. It's just such an unoptimal build. They're going to be so highly owned. You, almost certainly one or two of those guys is going to implode. You know you cannot win a GPP when you have a guy or two implode. It's just impossible. When a guy implodes, you say, well, all those fucking lineups are dead. Okay, We call those the Tigala lineups. Uh, and you got to be aware of that. So I'm telling you, make your stands up top. The second thing you want to consider is guys who had great rounds today. If you want to go back to cheesesteak hoagie after he broke the course record, you go right on the fuck ahead. I'm playing him in week long, and he's coming off of breaking the course record. I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole, okay? I wouldn't touch him with a Philly cheesesteak. Uh, Jay is an incredible player. Can he go back-to-back -back like that? Yes, he can. But I will tell you, he actually lost on approach today, which is just insane. Uh, at, shooting an 8-under, right? Fleetwood, Rye, Taylor Moore, all these guys up here, like, you know, it's just, Scotty is different, all right? Scotty can definitely go shoot minus six, minus seven. By the way, he's lining up that birdie putt right now. So, I, I, love, I love to fade these guys. Outside of, like, a, maybe a Spieth, a Finau, Scheffler, and M, I'm open to it. I just don't trust Hoagie, Fleetwood, Rye, Taylor Moore, Minwoo Lee, uh, Russell Henley. I just don't trust these guys to follow up great-to-great backgrounds. Can they do it? Absolutely. But I'm not going to play the fucking ownership premium. I'll just play the leverage game and just assume they shit down their leg like they normally do. That's why they're Russell Henley. 
All right, the next thing I'm going to look at is I'm going to go right down here to the bottom, and I'm going to find that cutoff. Where's the last guys that I'm really comfortable playing? Like, guys who could still backdoor and get me, like, a, a top 50, a top 40, so not only could they have a good round, but they can get me a few position points that would also help. Uh, Scotty definitely just rolled in the birdie. Who is this Scotty Scheffler kid that this DGen 75 was talking about on Wednesday? Sorry. All right. So, to me, I think that guys like Tom Kim, Justin Thomas, they could be those guys that boat race early tomorrow. Because as I told you, they'll be going off in twos all day for like seven hours. They'll probably start at seven o'clock in the morning. And over the next six to seven hours, they will just put them out in twos off one. Everybody will be going off one tomorrow, right? Well, shit. Is there weather tomorrow? Damn it. You know what? I should have had the weather channel open. Maybe maybe I'm full of crap. Let me, let me go back. Amateur hour. What is this? Amateur hour? Oh, look. It's already up. Tomorrow. Uh, Sunday. Yeah, there's no, there's, no, there's no showers. Get the fuck out of here. All right, there's no showers. All right, we're freaking out about nothing. Get the fuck. Get out of here. Weather Channel, I've heard they do ad, ads. Ads? Okay. Uh, guys that could boat race tomorrow. Justin Thomas. Uh, 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 Tom Kim. These guys right here. Even Will Zalatoris. But the thing with Will Zalatoris you got to ask yourself is, like, even if he does go shoot a minus six tomorrow, the best he'll probably move up to might be to like T40, right? Uh, and so, like, he's not really, even if he has that round, he's not going to get you those extra bonus points. So that's going to be up to you to determine. I like those guys that, like, like let's say a, a Justin Thomas, if he shoots a minus six tomorrow, he could very easily shoot up to a top 25, which is like another, like, you know, three or four points that you get. So that's a nice little bonus to factor in. So that's what I really like to look at. For me, I will probably be considering all the guys that are plus one or better, right? Kisner, Zalator, Badly Straka, these guys, they will be out there in the best conditions, but you have to ask yourself two questions. One, are they just going to fucking quit if they don't get off to a birdie birdie start? And number two, are they so far back that they can't even get any position points if they do have a nice solid like four under round, right? Those are the two questions you're going to have to answer and only you're going to know the answer to that. Uh, all right, from there, give me the bounce back, guys. Who are some guys that just really shit the bed today but are still in there? Adam Svensson, he could never do good tomorrow. Or he could. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, these guys. Ben Griffin was terrible today. I played so much of him. He could never do good. Or he could. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not telling you to play him. I'm just saying, anytime you think you know what the fuck's happening in Showdown or PGA just in general, you're full of bull butter, sir. Bull butter is what you're full of. So don't do that. Don't do that. These guys that have bad rounds today, go give, go give them a little kiss on the cheek and say, I still love you, buddy. I still love you. Uh, who else? Who is somebody else? Uh, Justin Thomas, Tom Kim. They could never do good. They're just, they suck, man. I'm so tired of those losers. Okay, you're going to be tired of them tomorrow when they shoot a six under and they're the nuts play and you didn't play them because you're too busy being all in your feelings. I'm just saying, be open to these guys. Don't mark anybody out because they had a bad round, okay? It's a single round of golf. Any asshole can play well, okay? They see one putt roll in on the first hole. They roll in a 16-footer all of a sudden. They're like, yeah, I guess I'm feeling it today. And then they just go shoot the course record. We call that the cheesesteak hoagie. Uh, all right. As always, the number one thing you want to look at is that's most correlated to success at Showdown is a little thing called approach. Guys that just absolutely killed on an approach today. Tom Hoagie, you don't fucking say it. The guy who broke the course record had a good day at approach? Shocking. Shocking. Uh, okay, from there, Terrell Hatton was a guy that actually, I mean, if you're just going off of approach, how do you not play Terrell Hatton tomorrow, right? He, he shot a four under, which believe it or not, was not even that creative around today, but like he lost at everything except approach. Max Homa, exact same thing. Incredible approach round. Kind of was average or sucked at everything else. Uh, Jordan Spieth. Uh-oh, Spieth's Tina Green was unbelievable. Okay, okay. Uh, who was somebody else that might... Oh, Dylan Wu. Look at that ball striking for old Dylan Wu. That's what I'm talking about, brother. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Justin Thomas, great approach, man. He cannot be that bad around the greens and putting again. I know you've probably watched him putt. I watch him putt, and I say, yes, he can. But I, I choose to believe he won't be. Uh, anybody else? Taylor Moore. I was all over Taylor Moore today. I loved, loved me some Taylor Moore. Am I going to play some Taylor Moore tomorrow? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, Gary Kigo. Uh, you want to know the secret to life? Anytime you think a course is going to play easy, play Gary Kigo. That guy goes nuclear like nobody. And through the first three holes, I was already being like, I'm the man. And then he just decided to fuck off the west, rest of the round. Uh, Cam Davis? Nah, he's too high up there. Fuck him. Okay, well, the next thing, anybody just killed themselves off the tee. Maybe had a good round altogether, but off the tee, they were bad. Kisner? All right. Ooh, David Lingmurth. Wow, look at that. David Lingmurth gained three strokes on approach. What the? What the? Where are we living right now? I guess he really was having a nice round until he put it in the drink on 18. So you got to wonder, strokes gain psychology. Is he like done? Can he handle it? Can he come back from that? Justin Rose. When Justin Rose's iron's on, I'm in because that motherfucker can make putts. Taylor Pendrith. Yeah, Taylor Pendrith would be a great bounce back candidate today. He did nothing well today except approaches, and that's the one that matters the most. Anybody kill themselves around the green today that might be a good bounce back candidate? Uh, Kisner again. Will Gordon? Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Willie Z. I mean, that's a big punt. I agree. Dylan Wu, man. Dylan Wu. That's just crazy round. Uh, Sep Straka. I don't mind a Sep. Look at that. He, he shot two over today. He sucks. He could never do good tomorrow. Or he could. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. Watch out. Watch out. One of these guys is going to break your soul tomorrow, and you're going to be like, PGA DFS, you're so dumb. No, you're dumb for thinking that you know anything that's going on and realizing that showdown is about playing the game and not about luck, and the donkey dicks get punished way more. That's why it's the Lord's game. All right, you want to know that? You want to know those top four guys? You want to know those top four guys that are great round four scores? Well, I'll tell you in just a second. But before I do that, go check out my site, dgen75.com. We are the fastest growing community in all of PGA DFS. That I can assure you. It is where there are no picks, but it is a great community. It is a place where we teach you how to play the game. It is a place where we remember the PGA DFS is fun. And oh yeah, I have the best tool in all of Showdown called the Rosetta Stone with everything you need to make the most informed decisions. I'm not going to make your player pool for you. You're going to make your player pools using the same tools that I use and finding the things that lead to guys being good plays for a single round of Showdown. And that is what the Rosetta Stone does. Then I go toss it in the solver and I make really good lineups. And that's why I'm the Showdown Hoedown guy. All right, and don't forget, I'm an independent fuck, so why don't you go give the big guy a like and a follow? Maybe tell a friend, because you know YouTube ain't going to share my shit. By the way, if you didn't see, me and ne uh, me and C and Ajah did a, a live cut sweat this morning. I will say, it was so good, it's probably worth the watch back. Even though you know what happens, I think it's that good of a watch. Thank you all that came there. All right, let's get over those four guys who are really good at round four scoring that are good prices. Will Zalatoris? That's like the third time that little, little dude's name's come up. Taylor Montgomery. The Hobbit, Brian Harmon. That's good news for Middle Earth. And, of course, Brennan Todd. Because when I think of round four scoring, I think of that ugly-ass smile. Worst smile, Brennan Todd or Cheesesteak Hoagie? That's a fuck. That's a conundrum. Uh, all right, prize picks. For all of you that don't know, you're welcome for all the money you won today. If you didn't win today, quit watching my show. You're an idiot. Okay, because it was the easiest thing ever. I told you to take the overs on birdies tomorrow. Here's what I'm doing tomorrow. Uh, afternoon, guys, I think that they got their asses handed to them, so they're going to be more aggressive. I think you're going to see four and a half, five birdies for a lot of guys. I think it is going to be a struggle bus for a lot of guys in the afternoon. I will probably be playing the over on strokes, especially if those strokes are something like uh, 70, 70.5, 71, anywhere in that range, I'm going to take the over. Not on Scotty, because Scotty's a fucking alien, but on all the other slap dicks, I'll probably take the overs. I'll probably be taking the unders on birdies, especially if they're putting fives out there. I'll definitely 
definitely be taking the under on fives. And that's what I'm going to do. I think that they're going to overreact to how the course played today. And I think that tomorrow afternoon, look at what time they go off. Look at their tee times. If they go off in the morning, they might get this course. But those guys that go out in the afternoon, I'm telling you, it's going to be struggle bus city. So I encourage you to look at their tee time and plan accordingly. The guys playing in the afternoon, the, they are not going to let them roast this course two days in a row. The course will bite back tomorrow. That I guarantee you, brother. All right, guys. I hope that you win. Let's go hit some things tomorrow. Check out Cut Sweats and see if you got any. But most of all, man, just believe. Believe, as my dude Ted Lasso would say. Season three is coming. I will see you guys Wednesday for the live stream. Don't forget to go check out my pod, which drops tomorrow, season two. But in the meantime, just enjoy this outro, you mother father.